Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Gazebo Effect podcast. We're back. Um, In a weird way, for sure. Oh, yes. This is, uh, we are definitely, we're titling this the Unexpected Special. The Corona Cast. <laughs> we are uh, six feet away from each other, and uh, we're healthy. Thank you for that, Tim. That's we're a good update. We're healthy Baptist men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> but yes, we're doing an episode um, all about um, quarantine and how we're handling it and some things and pro tips from us to try to help you stay busy and have fun and enjoy your time in quarantine because this is a... Uh, it's you're stuck at home, but it's not that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be um, a good thing, you know, to recenter yourself and just catch up on reads and movies and stuff like that. And so we're trying to get into that. Yeah. And I also think it's it's also important to to realize that, you know, things like podcasts or media in general, which then leads to social media, you know, that's really been helping. I think everyone stay sane during these times because we actually realize that conversation, good conversation, is what's needed in the world today. And when that's taken away from us, we, we value it more. So that way, once we get out of the situation, you know, communication is now a number one thing because we don't know when the next time we'll be able to see each other or spend time with other people, like in person. Right, for sure. My... Uh, my roommate, he's been, he's got some, some dumbbells and he's been using those a lot because he can't go to the gym. Um, and I'm realizing now that I, I need social activity more than ever. Mm. And so it's, it's very difficult to find that. Um, but we're, we're doing what we can, um, in this time. Um, there's a, a lot of things that are stressful for me right now, but, um, it's good to, to interact with people. Um, when I can, um, whether that be through Zoom, phone call, um, whatever, or just um, talking about things that, that we like together. And that, exactly, Tim. I mean, that's our hope for, for us three, this conversation, just to help us get our mind off things. And hopefully we'll help you as well, um, listeners, or w- wonderful listeners. Mm. So many. We have so many. So many it's, listeners. It's ridiculous. I, I can't even handle how many listeners we have. The fan mail that we receive on an hourly basis is insane. The, the fan <laughs> chain, the, the chain fan mail. Yeah. <laughs> we oh. send it to fans and then they, ch- they chain it to another fan and then it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> and we're actually, one of our fans actually sent us an actual ceiling fan. Really? <laughs> yes. That is awesome. Which was good because I needed a new fan, you know. <laughs> Look at that. Our podcast is paying bills. It's providing so, things in our home. So you lied when you said you fixed your ceiling fan. You just replaced it. I just replaced it with the one I got from a fan. But how did they know where I live? I don't know. The fans, man. There's so many people in Hollywood, California. The fact that they could find our part in your apartment. <laughs> it, which my apartment's definitely in Hollywood, California. <laughs> we are special. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so the first thing we're getting into in um, our special here is obscure, obscure TV, TV series or sitcoms. Or sitcoms. Um, basically, um, basically not, it could be a popular, be a popular one, one, but it just, it just can't be like one that so many people see. see. Like it can't be like a Stranger Things or The Office, but it has to be ones that we enjoy and we recommend. Tim, I'd like you to go first. All right. It's a classic. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, brought to you by Andy Samberg. It's set in a police station and all the characters work for the police um and the main guy is just does not follow rules at all um but i mean he's still a good detective and everything uh he just he's always in there for pranks and uh make people laugh uh it's a great show mindless fun mm, we love some mindless fun oh my gosh brooklyn 99 is just an incredible show because like Golly, all the characters. I think my favorite character is definitely Captain Holt. Yeah. I love that guy. Literally says some of the most hilarious things at times. And then who who can beat out of your sex tape? <laughs> no one can. 
such a great line. Yeah. The part that really, really got me with Tim's summary there was that the people in the police station work, work for, for the, the police. police. What can I say? I'm a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, David, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I have two. Obviously, uh, if you're an intellectual like myself, mm. uh, you have to go with, with Frasier. Frasier is actually a show that I watch. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, but Spencer, you know that literally anytime you've come over to my dorm room. Or here, when I lived with you. Or when you lived with me, I always had Frasier on my TV. But yeah. I've kind of taken a hiatus uh, from it, but now I'm going back to it. Frasier Crane, just, he's a radio talk show host who does he work for the radio that is literally the most offensive thing you've ever said to me but he works at a radio station he is a psychiatrist and just the language uh his his conversations with his father his brother his father's like Healthcare worker. It's also a follow-up show. Yeah, follow-up show of Cheers, which is Frasier. I will say this, and if you disagree with me, I don't care. Frasier is better than Cheers. That's just my personal opinion. I'm currently watching Cheers, and I'm just like, I'm ready to get to Frasier. So no, no offense to anybody who, who, who who's on that, and is definitely listening to this podcast. But Frasier is better than Cheers. I'm just gonna say that. The fans are gonna start sending like fans with sharper blades now. David, just because of that comment. Well, that means now I have more razors. So thank you. Oh, I appreciate shoot. that. <laughs> he has to use two hands to shave his face. <laughs> um, yeah, David was uh, David. You were my for my gateway Frazier for sure. Um, I watched it. Actually, did watch it a little bit. Was drunk. I did watch it a little bit with my dad. My what dad's actually. On? I'm on Frazier. <laughs> um, I actually, yeah, I had seen a little bit of Cheers because my dad's more of a Cheers fan, actually. But I think I do agree with that statement. Mostly because of Kelsey Grammer, but I think the supporting... I think that show is actually carried more by the supporting cast because they all it all just blends together they're really all, they're well. They're all so funny. All of them are so funny. When they only had one character to start with because yeah. Frazier was in Cheers and then they brought him over and then they built the entire cast around him and it just worked out really well. I have three... Um, none of these are sitcoms. Just throw that out there. They're all 45 minutes-ish. Um, the first one is Psych. I know that's a really popular one, um, but I really love it. If you don't know what Psych is about, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Go educate yourself. Yeah, um, Sean Spencer is a hyper-observant person who can't hold a job, and his friend Gus is a pharmaceutical salesman. And Sean decides to he's been tipping off the police for a while and they figure out they're trying to figure out how he knows so much and doesn't want to tell him about his gift i don't understand that part because the movie just, the show just kind of keeps going anyway and he just says he's a psychic and so the whole thing is he's pretending to be a psychic the entire show but it goes for like eight seasons they're about to come out with their second movie it's a great watch and a lot of it's kind of like i don't know what they call it a procedural at first where it's like, oh, there's this episode, he has to solve this crime, and this and this. But eventually, if you keep going, it starts getting more than that to where it's uh, building long storylines and villains, and it's just really good. Um, the second one is in a similar category, it's Chuck. Mm -hmm. um, Tim, you've watched Chuck, right? Yeah. David, I don't know how much Chuck you've seen. I've watched like the first two seasons of Chuck. You need to watch the third season. I don't know about after that, but the third season is the best. <laughs> um, Chuck is amazing. Um, there were four seasons, right? There were five. Five, well, that's right. four canon seasons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That was really salty. <laughs> but Cole would, if he was here with us, he would, um, he would confirm with me there. Um, Chuck is a really good show. Basically, um, a Best Buy worker accidentally downloads all of the government secrets into his brain, and it follows from there. Um, but it's really good. Zachary Levi is my favorite, probably my favorite actor that I can think of. He's Flynn Rider in Tangled, but more uh, more recently he played Shazam. <laughs> Tangled is amazing. Shut up. I wasn't gonna say it. I'm not gonna say that it was bad, but that was just I was not expecting that when you when you were talking about okay. Zachary Levi. Three biggest roles that Zachary Levi has done. Tim, go. A, a Fandral in uh, Thor. Stop. That's. He played that for. He was in 15 minutes of Thor 2. 
Sorry, I, I was just going for the ones you didn't mention. No, like, we're going for including the ones that I didn't mention. Uh, Chuck, Tangled, and Shazam. Yeah, so Tangled is a good is actually a good example. And then right his back. fourth was Fandral in Thor. Yes. yes. <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. He played Fan. He did not play Fandral in the first Thor. He played Fandral in, in Thor Two, the Dark World, for like 15, 20 minutes. He was really good. Wasn't he? Didn't he die in Ragnarok? Thor, and then he was in Thor three for about thirty seconds. Yeah. And I stood up in the pee. Yeah. I was not a happy sight. <laughs> I was really mad. I didn't swear. I almost shed a tear for you. <laughs> I, was, I was so mad. I was like, I'm, I didn't even know. Anyway, third one um, is person of interest. Person of interest is really a post nine eleven. I think I feel like that's most of what the theme is. Um, basically, Jim Caviezel, which I don't have any great examples of what you'd know him from. He's in the military uh, he movie. He played Jesus. He played Jesus. That was the only one that I was going to... Passion of the Christ. He was also in the Thin Red Line, which has been on my watch list for a really long time, but it hasn't like floated into any popular streaming services, so I haven't been able to see it. But basically, he's the he's kind of like a hitman, but he used to work for the government. He's like he was like a government agent, and he works with um, like a computer millionaire genius guy that's really awkward, and they stop crimes before they happen by this computer system. It's really good. It talks a lot about like the ethics of um, you know watching people and surveillance and like a lot of the kind of political conversations but it approaches it from a different way and it's just an interesting premise as well all three of those are actually just interesting premises but yeah moving on i actually have two more uh so last man standing if you guys are uh, fans of uh home improvement with tim allen back in the 90s mm. uh, this is a show with him in it uh it's kind Make of night <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> uh, the the show um, follows him as he uh, struggles with raising his three daughters, um, but also uh, he's like one of the main managers for a big um, store, kind of like Bass Pro, and um, it just it's got a lot of humor in it. Um, I mean, it's Tim Allen. You can't go wrong with Tim Allen. Uh, and then uh, another show I like it's an anime called My Hero Academia. It's basically like, uh, I believe it's 80% of the world has uh, superpowers and they call them quirks. And so it's like the school of superheroes um, as they're training and going through all their certification and everything. It's pretty cool. It's, it's one of the most famous anime right now. Wow. I never thought we'd go into anime on this podcast. Surprise! I'm, I'm a little bit offended, I'm not going to lie. The only anime that I would ever watch is Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, that's, I don't know if I would consider that anime. What would you consider it? A animated show. Let's move on before I hurt somebody. <laughs> All right. Well, David, you're moving us on, actually. Um, David is going to talk to us about um, trilogies to watch, solid ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm obviously going to go with the go-to, you know. And this one, I'm, I'm only going to mention for a second. Um, you may not like him in anything else, but I think we can all agree that Johnny Depp as Jack, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. Really just watch the first three. I mean, because that's all I've watched so far. Okay. I don't know how many Honestly, there are. Have, five? There's like five. But watching the first three, I think that's a... To me, it's a good beginning and end yeah. of, of a period of time, of an era... Because uh, the fourth one, Keira Knightley's not in that one, I, mm -hmm. I don't believe. Yeah. She's in the fifth Penelope, one. Penelope Cruz is in the fourth one. Mm -hmm. Keira Knightley is... This is a, I've seen all of them. I'll say that. I think I have. Um, if I had to like rank them, I think second is my... Second or fourth are my favorites. Um, Wait, is I, the fourth the one where they try and go to the Fountain of Youth, and then yes. the fifth one is with the, the kids? Or whatever? The fifth one, yeah. The fifth well, the, the kids is... Off. Yeah, it's the guy that plays Nightwing in the Teen Titans show, and that was in The Giver. He yeah. plays Will Turner's son, and then there's like the girl that was in um, Maze Runner. 
Mm. Um, she's the other main character of that one with Johnny Depp. The fifth one's pretty good. The fourth one is good. I think the fourth one's not as draggy as the third one. The third one's, like, really drag. Two and three blur together in my mind. I can never distinguish them. They do go... But I think that was planned. Hand hand. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And so definitely Pirates of the Caribbean... I think that's a good yeah. That's a good watch. That's a good because mm-hmm. I, I just watched it this past Disney year. Plus. It is on Disney Plus. The first three are on Disney Plus. Just the first three? Yeah. Yes. Mm, and yeah. Interesting. It's the, interesting. The other ones are coming later. eventually. Yeah. And then obviously I gotta go with my the the OG, the original trilogy of Star Wars. Classic. Go four, five, and six. Clearly go with those. Luke the story of Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. Just seeing again the development of Darth Vader through those four the, through those three films, I think is an amazing testament of great story writing and hopefully something we can see. And again, you can listen to this on other podcasts, specifically by the Star Wars historians about the High Republic era, which is to come. But definitely a good way to start with that is watching four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are, those are the trilogies I would say go and watch because I think those are, are really good. Um, Trying to see if I have any others. Oh, I just re- recently watched Lord of the Rings, the trilogy. Uh, I don't know why it took me so long to watch all three of them, but it during this time I actually watched them. Very, very good. Yep. I really, really enjoyed them. I didn't, and I watched the extended versions of them. Oh, and I just, I the did only not way get you bored. Can watch them. I did not get bored. I was just like, man, what's gonna happen next? There's so much stuff happening in these movies, and. I just really loved it. What amazes me at David saying that is because we tried to watch Fellowship of the Ring uh, last fall. And I remember uh, our good friend, dear friend Hudson, walking in. um, And he watched the rest of it with me. And then eventually David was not watching the movie at all. And so I was like, well, I guess me and Hudson are going to finish this. And then we did. But that just is, it's just, I feel like if you weren't shut in, you wouldn't have been able to really... It would have been harder for you to sit down and appreciate Or if he wasn't with his fiance. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that was the reason why I left. We're not blaming you, babe, if you're listening to this. (laughs) But they are. And I'm defending you. Um, (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. I'm sorry. Do you you Um, have another one, David? No, that's it. That's all I got. I have one. Ooh. I'm sorry. I can't avoid saying the word trilogy without talking about Back to the Future. All right, now we can move on. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's actually probably the best because I could talk about Back to the Future way longer than ever, anyone ever should. Suffice it to say, Back to the Future is Spencer's uh, favorite movies. My mantra. Yeah, it's, yeah. His, it's his go-to, which to me, it, they were until Endgame just kind of took a crap on them in terms of <laughs> time travel that's like actually my biggest beef with that movie with avengers endgame it's pretty much my only beef with the movie is that mm. there's a couple of little things but that was the main part sorry anyway let's see moving on here um oh tim's got the the tougher job we're expanding from trilogies to longer than trilogies all right so Please tell me you're saying Harry Potter. If he doesn't. Uh, I'll just start by saying Harry Potter. And then I'll move on to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, Harry Potter is a good series. Uh, I did not read all the books before I watched the movies. But the movies were very enjoyable. Um, However, I feel like every time I get together with friends and they want to watch a Harry Potter, they always want to watch the first one. So I've seen the first one about eight times now, and all the other ones about once or twice. Me and Tim randomly were just like, well, we're not going to watch the first one. Yep. So we watched the sixth one. Yep. It took me a little bit to get caught up again. That's but... Half-Blood Prince, right? Yes. The best one, in my opinion. In it, my opinion, is the best one. I don't know. I, well, I mean, I like Prisoner of Azkaban a lot. For the longest time, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban is actually like... The diehard Harry Potter fans, their favorite usually becomes Prisoner of Azkaban at some point in time. Half-Blood Prince used to be my favorite book and movie. Then um, Deathly Hallows Part 1 came out. Then that was my favorite movie. And then I think Deathly Hallows might now be my favorite book 
So I there was know. so much in that book yeah. that wasn't put in the movie. And maybe it was kind of for the best. Because there was just a lot of stuff. Like, the whole backstory to Dumbledore in that book was insane. Well, most of Deathly Hollows was in the movie. But, like, especially compared to Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix, which those ones was, like, half the movie. Half the book was cut to make the movie work. So, I don't know. Some of them, So, some of the movies are not as good as the books, but we can come back to that. Tim, please continue. All right. So, the longest series ever of movies is James Bond. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them uh, really aren't. Um, but it's it's a long <laughs> enough series that it's hard to get it really into. Um, but, I mean, it's a, it's a spy thriller. Um, Do you and, have a favorites list of James Bond movies? Like, uh, just tossing out some of your favorites. Quantum of Solace. Interesting. Uh-huh. Isn't that like everyone's least favorite? Mm-hmm. I've never successfully watched it all the way through without falling asleep. But wait, Tim hates all movies. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, there are some things that. I cannot argue against, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on to some, some more classic uh, movie series. Uh, so we got uh, Alien from, I believe it was the 70s. Um, it's now moved. And there were some more recent ones, uh, Prometheus. Um, but uh, Alien and Aliens are fantastic. Alien is uh, uh, thought of as one of the, the greatest horror films, horror monster films. And then Aliens, I think, is one of the, the best action films. Um, uh, three and four are not great. Um, but then uh, Die Hard is a, a classic John McClane film. Uh, the first two are fantastic. Um, it's my favorite series of all time. Uh, do, you, do you mean it's a great Bruce Willis film? Well, do you know who John McClane is? Because of you, yes. <laughs> but otherwise, no, I wouldn't. Okay, fine. Dude, is there other films with John McClane other than Die Hard? Uh, there's one more coming called McClane. Yeah. Yes, but that's a Die Hard <laughs> movie, isn't it? Yeah. It should just be McClane, and then at the very bottom, in okay, very fine. small parentheses, so, Die Hard. For some of you non-believers, uh, Bruce Willis played the character of John McClane, and he's awesome. Uh, the first one is uh, uh, set in New Year's, and um, he's going to his uh, ex-wife's uh, party, and then it, everyone gets kidnapped, and he has to save the day. And the second one's pretty similar, but it's in uh, part of an airport, and then the third one, he has to save his daughter. The fourth one, he has to save work with his son, who works for the government. Uh, and the fifth one's not great. Um, but it's my favorite series. It's fantastic. There's a lot of humor, too. Uh, and then we're going to go to a uh, classic sci-fi film uh, series called Terminator. Now, this series is this one series that has multiple third films. Uh, so we got Alien, or I'm sorry, Terminator and Terminator 2. Uh, Terminator 2 is, oh, it's so good. Uh, and then we got Terminator 3, but then we also got Sarah Chronicles series. And then uh, we've got Genesis, and we've got, was it Dark Fate? Like, I mean, so the order in which they came out, Well, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, Terminator 3. Yeah, and um, then... Then probably the Sarah Chronicle, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, that's really hard to say. And then Genesis. Then Salvation. Oh, I forgot about Salvation. Yeah, and but then, that one's technically not the third. That one's like a prequel, kind of. Yeah, and then then Genesis, then Dark Fate. Yeah, and it's probably done by now. We'll see. Maybe not. Uh, great film. Um, it's really interesting time travel movie. If you want to see the most convoluted movie series probably out there i would start with terminator yeah and then go to x-men oh. <laughs> see that's very true but x-men terminator actually is more convoluted than x-men if you watch all of it together, yeah yeah it's for way sure more convoluted but x-men is still also convoluted and then i got a, a movie series about kind of about sports um rocky uh mm. a boxing boxing series are you including creed uh can i I sure can (laughs) (laughs) i sure can do that 
I when you said sports, and then series, I was thinking Airbud. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking Airbud. Why did I not think of that? Those followed, are classic films, followed by the Air Buddies films. Oh God. Hey, hey, those are good movies. Those are adorable movies. <laughs> I'm showing my kids those. <laughs> Uh, so Rocky, I believe, has like seven films in the series now, six or seven. Uh, if you include Creed, I think because there's two Creed. I think there's, there's eight. Eight. Is there six Rocky? Yeah, I haven't oh, seen all of them. Wait, are, are Rocky, you thinking of the Rocky Horror Motion Picture Show thing? No, it's a, a stage musical. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Rocky One, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, uh, and then Rocky Five, which isn't. This, people say it's not canon. Then there's Rocky Balboa. And we'll work on our numbers next week. <laughs> then there's Rocky Balboa, which is technically Rocky 7? Uh, that's Rocky 6, then. Oh, uh, yeah, Balboa. I forgot about that one. I actually haven't seen that one. Apparently that one's actually very good. Yeah. But Rocky 5 is really bad. And then Creed and Creed 2, which yeah. is really good. I think it's better if you've seen at least one or two of the Rockies. But... Especially the first two. And the fourth one. Yeah. And then uh, we'll move on to just a mindless, fun uh, action series with cars uh, called uh, the Fast and Furious films. And uh, they started off just basically about legal racing. And uh, I don't know how to describe them now. Um, like they're, they're sp- they work for the government, so they're kind of like spies, but they're it's all centered around racing, uh, and then uh, this people are just super strong, I guess, and can break, punch concrete and stuff. Roman Reigns. <laughs> hey, he I like that. It. Yeah, he was barely in it, but still. They've they've come up with two spinoff films to the main series. One, well, one was a film, one was a series. So the film was Hobbs and Shaw, which I thought was a great film. Uh, and then the show is, uh, it's just called Spy Racers. Um, and, uh, it's like Dom's nephew is the main character and he, him and his friends have like their own, they work for the government too. Uh, it's on Netflix though. I didn't know this existed. It's on Netflix. You should look it up cause it's, it's all right. Begs the question <laughs> of what, what's not on Netflix? Uh, everything that's on Hulu. <laughs> That's good point. Good point. Good point. Fast and Furious is definitely mindless fun. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know if I would say they're great, but it's mindless fun. If you want to watch, like, um, I don't know what they call it. Like, they're always trying to do, like, the next big stunt. That, does, that isn't very realistic, but it's, it's the hardest thing they've ever tried to do. I would watch Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the movies are amazing. And, of course, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Then I would watch Fast and Furious. Yeah, because Fast and Furious is at this point Mission Impossible, but the premises are even more crazy, and some and they have to drive nice cars, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's all I have on my list. Yeah, I just had to say Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the next thing is from all three of us, we're talking about we're moving away from movies. Um, we're going to talk about podcasts slash YouTube channels. I think they kind of fall under that same kind of consumable media. David, would you like to go first? Yeah, I mean, mine's a, mine's a relatively short list, um, just because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man who who's, does a lot, you know? And, and, and for my sports, I obviously go to ESPN, because they have first take with Stephen A. Smith. Um, and so I watch that. I watch uh, Skip and Shannon and Undisputed. So for you sports people, those are the two things that I watch and listen to on podcasts and also on YouTube. Um, however, if you just want to go and watch hilarious videos about what we're talking about and it's movies, uh, how it should have ended, uh, I really yeah. love that series. That's the longest running, like, yeah, absolutely. always solid content. Yeah. And so, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the Rise of Skywalker one, but well, I'll talk about it on the, on that podcast whenever we do that about I the sequel trilogy. Um, but literally everything else is so good, so well done, um, and just hilarious. It's a good time. Like I feel like, you know, people say that they waste a lot of time on YouTube. 
I don't consider those as waste because I just laugh so hard. Um, for my Star Wars people, um, some interesting podcasts to listen to, or not podcasts, sorry, um, YouTube channels, um, is Star Wars Theory. Uh, if you just want to listen to a guy who, who loves Star Wars, he's the one who did like that really great Darth Vader uh, short film. Um, like his own like fan fiction thing interesting if you want to listen to somebody who has different thoughts um, on how he views the Star Wars universe Star Wars theory is the guy to go um, if you want someone who in my opinion maybe um, has a lot more different opinions than I think everyone else does Hello Greedo is a great person to listen to um, he's not always the most appropriate person so i issue caution when watching him but he has a lot of really far out there thoughts that are not normal for people normally in the star wars universe but i think he's a really great guy to listen to to get that different opinion so those are the the, the youtube channels that i would suggest uh tim i'll let you say it uh, me and tim have a favorite he's probably our favorite youtuber also podcast mr sunday movies yep Okay. Yeah, Mr. Sunday Movies also is fantastic. Advice Same advice for children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's generally a little bit of language rated, sometimes. hard PG-13 rated R. It's just two guys. Uh, it's not a cult. Just two guys having fun. <laughs> it's not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> it's called Mr. Sunday Movies. How could it be a cult? Uh, uh, well, it's not church related. <laughs> oh, I forgot Good the origin. I forgot the origin of why it's called Mr. Sunday Movies. There is something about it's an Australian thing because they're very Australian. They they live in Australia. <laughs> they they're Australian enough that it, I think still there's YouTube comments and stuff that people think they're like faking their accents, but they know <laughs> way too much about Australian everything to even dispute that. Yeah, but they also have a podcast called The Weekly Planet. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's the co-host, host and co-host is uh, James and Mason, um, and they just they just love to talk about movies and um, movie related things because a lot of it is like movie news, casting rumors, stuff like that. Uh, that's they've also dubbed the name for um, the new Batman. Uh, is Robat, Bat and Bat. So if you want to know where that came from. Mr. Sunday Movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I bet a great thing if you just want to laugh and you don't want to, you don't know really where to start. Um, they have a mini series on their YouTube. It's also on their podcast, but watch it on YouTube because it's more in detail. It's called Caravan of Garbage. Um, usually, every, every week they go over something that's either, it's usually really bad. Sometimes it's actually stuff that's really good. Mm -hmm. Usually related to the stuff that's coming out. Right now they're doing all of the fantastic four movies so um yeah help, god help them <laughs> none of them are good um and you had a a youtuber that you watch um that just it's like goes in depth on movies yes his stuff is a little longer um i'm glad you brought that up because I, I didn't write him down but he's actually really good is um patrick patrick willems there's there's a youtuber called patrick willems so his name is actually patrick Prince H. Willems, but he's actually far more famous. So if you mm -hmm. search Patrick Willems, you'll probably find him. He does a lot of great series. He he has like a mini series where he explains why stuff is good. Um, I love his thoughts on Star Wars because he's not he's not a diehard Star Wars fan off the beaten path. So his opinion going in is more wide. That being said, he enjoys the movies a lot, and he. Um, he puts a lot of great thoughts about him. His stuff is really long. He has three videos about the limitations of the MCU. <laughs> They're all like 50 minutes long, and I really don't want to open those up just because <laughs> it's a really long can of worms, but I will at some point. They've been in my watch list for quite a long time. <laughs> and then uh, I've recently got into... Um, so there's a YouTube channel called Screen Rant, uh, and... I, I'm not I generally I'm don't not either. I, hold on. I generally don't like them. Um, most of their material, I don't like. Ten things you didn't know about Marvel's Eternals. But fun fact, I do most know most of those stuff. Um, but they've recently um, enlisted a, a guy named Ryan George uh, 
to do his series on their channel rather than his own stuff to promote him. Uh, his is called uh, Pitch Meetings, and oh. um, he just he he writes it his videos in such a way that um, he acts as like the the producer and the director of a movie. And so he goes, talks back and forth with himself, um, kind of making fun of a movie. Uh, but also, you can tell he, he enjoys the movie too. But he just points out different flaws and um, different stuff like that, but in a funny way. He's kind of in the same category. I've only seen some of his stuff. But he's kind of in the same category as um, Honest Trailers. But his quality yeah, is, is light is years same. away. <laughs> yeah, so I think Honest Trailers was good. And the more I watch... I regret opening them each time. Yeah. A little more. Um, but yeah, those these suggestions are all really good, I think. For one, they don't bother you. Um, I've never felt bad at subscribing to any of the ones I said personally um, because some of them, they post like 10,000 things a day and that really bothers me when someone posts just like anything they can possibly make, you know, a buck or a, a view out of. So I, I like all of those choices. Yeah. For sure. Next is Reed's. Um, who wants to go first? I know that I started getting, because I, I was over at my fiance's house and we were organizing her books on the shelves because we had nothing, literally nothing else to do. Um, and so while we're looking and sorting through these books, I noticed that she has the mm -hmm. Percy Jackson series. And so I'm just like, oh, wow, it's been a hot minute since I've looked at those books in a long time. And I'm hoping that they're doing a remake uh, of the movies. Like they're doing a complete re reboot. I think they're trying. And I, I think really hope trying, Disney does. And, and, and the thing is, is that like now I'm, I'm reading those books again and I'm getting back into it, obviously with Harry Potter as well. of just getting myself re, uh, re uh, like just getting familiar with them again. And especially because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I might be the only person who, who does in this room, but I'm actually, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan, but I'm the most optimistic fan about Fantastic Beasts. Um, yes, you are. I'm the most <laughs> optimistic uh, because I didn't really mind Crimes of Grindelwald. There was a lot of stuff granted in those movies, um, but it made me it made me look forward to the next one that hopefully is going to come out here pretty soon. But Percy Jackson is a book is a book series that I've I enjoyed as a kid and being able to during this time become a kid again. I think that's a perfect series for you to read. And honestly, I would just encourage you if there was like a, a book series that you enjoyed when you were younger, go ahead and pick that back up again. Get those feelings back again of what it what it was like to be a kid. And I think uh, Percy Jackson for me is definitely that. Uh, so along those same lines, uh, there's two books I've been uh, in the process of reading, and then uh, one of them uh, is the third book in the uh, Aragon series. Fantastic series, and they had, they made one movie similar to to what you're talking about, um, but they made one movie and it straight up bombed. Uh, it was. It was but Jeremy terrible. Irons was great. Oh yeah, always. But that was before uh, I knew who Jeremy Irons was. <laughs> uh, and I'm hoping they make Disney makes like a like a series or something for that again. Uh, but I'm rereading the third book for that slowly, very slowly. Uh, but then um, I've also been uh, reading Long Halloween. Uh, it's a DC comic series for uh, Batman. It features a lot of his um, his villains, uh, but it's one of his most famous uh, storylines. Uh, it's also rumored to be what the new Batman is going to be about. Uh, but it, it, again, it features a lot of his his uh, rogue gallery, um, like uh, 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 Joker. Uh, I'm sorry, not Joker, Riddler. Um, Catwoman, um, Alfred has a good part in that, but he's, he's not a bad guy, but, uh, just features a lot of them. Uh, and then, uh, there's two comics I want to read or yeah, I want to read, I've got two comics for Suicide Squad that I want to read. And then I've also got two comics for Bloodshot that I want to read before I see the movie. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's on my list. Um, 
I guess comics, um, for, for one thing, if you don't know a great way of con consuming comics, um, both DC and Marvel have created digitally um, ways to um, consume those media. I know me, David, and Luke did a, we did a year, we shared it together of um, Marvel Unlimited, and that opens up pretty much everything up till about 2018 or 2019, and just, you know, keeps moving with time, and it's about a year behind. Um, that was really great, and there was a really good deal at the time to get it, and there's always deals. And then DC, I believe if you get DC Universe, you get access to all of the DC like animated and movies, but then you also get the comics as well. It's like a two for one deal. Or you can go to your local comic book uh, store and uh, support them if they're if they're still open. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I've been wanting to read um, Green Lantern because Luke is a great fan and he's just really inspired me to get into that. Um, I've been reading very, very, very slowly. The Hobbit, because I actually haven't read the Lord of the Rings series. Um, coming back around to that, um, The Hobbit's pretty good. I've been told the Lord of the Rings are way better, so I'm just I'm reading it because I need to read it. But um, that's a good read for me. I'm I'm not I'm not the most optimistic Harry Potter fan here, but I am a huge Harry Potter fan, and I can't speak enough. I am considering reading through them a third time, but I'm kind of waiting. Um, my wife Isabel is actually reading through them, but also very, very slowly. It's hard to get someone that's seen the movies to pick up the books if you haven't read the books, but the books are so much better. Um, at least after the first couple, they start getting read, but I'm like, I don't want you to read the books starting in Prisoner of Azkaban. I want you to read the first two because they come back around being important. If you've seen the movies, you'd know, but like, it's a good read. Um, next, we're getting into um, video games. David is covering his con. We're doing it by console. Um, we happen to all use three different primary consoles, so it kind of works out. So David's going to talk about Xbox games. Yeah, I mean, there's not really a lot of things that are like Xbox exclusive. I think actually you PS can talk about yeah. I mean, you yeah, can talk P about. P PS4 has um, a lot of exclusive stuff like Spider-Man. Um, you don't get that on the Xbox, which is a shame. I'm hoping we get the Avengers game on there. I think, but, yeah, the Avengers game is both. Uh, but I guess the games that I mean, I'm, I'm again, I'm a pretty, I'm a sports guy, so I have Madden and then NBA 2K. Um, but Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has mm -hmm. been a game that I've been playing, uh, and I've been pretty slow in, in, in playing it because I'm really just trying to. The story is, is is I'm still trying to get a grasp of it and and, and playing it because though these are not my kind of games really that I've played. Uh, and then, uh, I, I'm excited for Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga that's going to come out. I don't know when it's coming out, <laughs> Nobody honestly. Knows. No one knows. <laughs> uh, but those are kind of my go-to games of, of what I play. And then always, uh, always Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, the upgrades and the, uh, and the updates that they come out with, they had Republic Commando uh, come out a couple months ago, and that's always been really, really fun. They have Sith Troopers from Rise of Skywalker, and they've done a really good job of improving the game compared to when they did the reboot reboot with the first Battlefront game. Uh, and they've done a really good job since then, since Battlefront 2 came out. And so those are kind of what I've, what I've been playing recently. As far as exclusives go, I am a PlayStation guy, um, which is... I love my, I like PlayStation games. I actually have a couple of exclusives on here. Um, I've played through almost all of the Uncharted games. I haven't played the, uh, there's like a side one that is, it's the Lost Legacy. That might not be what it's called. Um, there's one that's like two two ladies that were characters in the main, main storyline lead. And that one's supposed to be a good playthrough too. Um, I, you can get three of them for 15, 20 bucks. It's like a trilogy pack for the PlayStation four. That one's really good. The first one is not great. It's really old, but the second two are really, the second and third one are really great stories. And then the fourth one's legitimately the best PlayStation game I've played as like a one single playthrough. I'm a big, um, RPG fan. I'm not really a big, huge gamer with, um, like your sports stuff. I play FIFA, but that's about it. 
Um, the next one, I just got into God of War. Um, I actually played through the, the reboot of God of War, and that was really good. Um, really, really good. He's in Norse mythology now, and it's very confusing because I don't know anything that happened before. But it's kind of like, oh, you don't need to know. Like, yeah, he killed his father, I guess. <laughs> cool. It's very confusing. But he's somehow, it's basically like if you took all of, like, imagine if you're in Greece, your gods are the real Greek gods. And then say you walk to Scandinavia, then now your gods are different. So it's just a really interesting fictional world. They have a really great creative team making it. Um, that one you can spoil alert. Sorry, um, skip like 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But they do, um, you can do realm travel and stuff in this one, which is really crazy. So you can like travel between realms, which is super cool. Um, obviously, another shout out to Lego games. They're cheap, they're fun, you know, a lot of ridiculous stuff. Star Wars is great. Those ones are great. They have Lego Harry Potter game, my favorite. Super well done. It's like an open world Lego game. To a point. So, Tim. Uh, I'll yes. cover PC games because I can't afford any other system. Uh, so, the classic first-person shooter, Call of Duty. Um, uh, the Modern Warfare is the best, uh, all of them. Uh, and then after that, you get kind of into some weird stuff with some of the later Black Ops and then Advanced Warfare and Infinite Warfare where you fly spaceships and stuff. It's just, uh, the modern warfare ones are the best, uh, especially the new one. New one's great. Uh, and then if you're looking for like a strategy, um, RTS type game, Supreme commander, I really like, um, now there's two different ones. Uh, the force Alliance is the older one, but it's more advanced. Um, then the Supreme commander is, uh, I think it's simplified, but it's, um, it's easier to, to play, uh, but it's, it's really good to play with friends. Um, but it's got a good story mode too. Uh, and then if you're looking for like an RPG game, Witcher 3 is fantastic. It's like a better version of Elder Scrolls, um, Skyrim. Um, Witcher 3 is so much better than Skyrim. Thanks, Tim. Those are good. Um, obviously, party games, you know, if you have people with you, you can always pop in Mario Kart, Smash Bros, uh, How to Hit Your Best Friend really quickly. Mm. Those are good ones. Mm. Um, shifting gears a little bit, um, I want us to try and um, give us some encouragement. All three of us are actually, um, we all work um, and we're all doing our second to last or last semester of college. Um, during this whole situation. And so I want all of us to give some, some hobbies and some stuff that has helped you stay productive, some tactics that has worked for you in these, this like last week or so is starting this new process. Uh, David, you can go first. Actually, Tim, do you want to go first? Uh, well, yeah, sure. It's been a struggle. <laughs> uh, but one thing I try to do is um, like go for a run, like every other day or something like that uh just because i get stressed super easy and this is not a good time for that um and going for a run helps relieve stress um but uh that's the main thing i try to do other than that i'm still trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah i feel like we all are mm -hmm. um because we're trying to go as if life is still normal but we know that it's not um and you know, like Tim said earlier, like I now have a fiance now, like I got engaged over spring break. Um, and so one of the things that I've tried to do to keep and stay productive is obviously still planning a wedding. Um, knowing that life eventually will hopefully get back to where, you know, where it's normal again. Um, and so that means planning, uh, you know, a celebration of two people obviously uniting together. Um, but it's also just understanding that this is my last semester uh, at college. And so being, making sure that I'm on top of that and, and pushing forward while planning a wedding, but then also still working as well, 
and still being full-time in that as well as being a college student. Um, and so really what I've tried to do to kind of keep my sanity uh, is to do something that, that you love to do um, and making sure you make time for that because it's the only way that we know how to cope with what's going on. So for me, that's songwriting, that's making music. Um, and that's been an amazing process of just, you know, you're in isolation pretty much the entire time, which means you can think. Uh, and even if you overthink, write it down because someone's gonna be feeling that exact same thing. So for me, those are some kind of things that I love to do. I love to create music and I like to create thoughts that I know that are they're not just my own but that other people have and being able to figure out how to express that and everyone has that it looks like something it could be songwriting it could be just writing in general it could be vlogging or, or anything along those lines and so do something that you love do it creatively and I think we all come out of this okay building on top of that you know what is that thing that you keep saying you're wanting to do or wanting to try doing that you haven't been able to find time to do? You want to write a book. You want to write, uh, you want to journal more. You want to read some book series. Do it now. Mm -hmm. Don't surf the Facebook. It can wait. You know, you can, you can do the endless scroll on any social media, but that's not going to really, it's, it's going to fill a gap of time, but it's not going to fill that gap of time always well. Um, there's better ways to stay to spend your time now um, and get into something, you know, um, for us, you know, coping mechanisms, um, podcasting has been great, uh, listening to podcasts. Um, I am a huge extrovert. So for me, <laughs> being cooped up actually really murders my brain. Um, I've gotten some like, like almost physical symptoms just because cabin fever is just killing me. Um, so for me, like, yeah, working out, running, really running. That's all we thing. can or do. Or just walking. <laughs> just go for a walk. Yeah. You know, if you are if you have leg issues or your knees hurt, don't want to run, go for a really long walk. That's actually proven to be a really great way of staying healthy. Um, my wife and I have started baking stuff more, you know, trying to get into um, different kinds of baking. And uh, it's been super fun. We learned how to make mug cakes last night. It's an easy thing, YouTube. Um, I think she's dyeing her hair right now. I she gave me a haircut yesterday. Mm -hmm. This has been a really fun experience. Um, Prayers <laughs> on that, especially the hair dyeing. Yeah, honestly, please. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so it's just it's been really. I'm just so thankful to be able to spend time with people um, that I care about, and I feel like I don't get to see as much. But at the same time, I have to get out. I have to see other people. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention earlier, um, Kumel Nanjiani is a really funny comedian, and he has he's some good movies. He's ripped, He's too. ripped right now, <laughs> which is, he's big in the comic world now because of his being in the Eternals movie and his choosing to, they didn't require him to, but he got super buff anyway. But him and his wife are doing a podcast called Staying In with Emily and Kumail, and it's really good. And that's the whole title, by the way, Staying In with Emily and Kumail. There's another Staying In podcast. I'm sure that one's great too. But this one's just specifically dedicated to staying at home. They both have a lot of experience with her condition of being, she's usually immunocompromised. So really when anything's spreading around, she has to spend a lot of time home. So for them, they have a lot of experience. They're really funny. They're, they, they used to do a podcast about video games. Mm. And she's a therapist. So they're just, it's, it's all over the place. Super funny. They have two episodes now. So that's, um, that's a great list. Something I'd like to add too. Um, so like this summer I'm planning to work at a summer camp and uh, fingers crossed that that still happens. Um, but I've been this week, I've been trying to, to, uh, get in a better mindset of like trying to prepare for that. Um, as far as like reading the material that the theme is over and that the speakers are going to talk about, um, just trying to prepare and uh, uh, more of like get myself in the right mindset, but also um, some a, a good YouTube series that's really good for just Bible stories is called The Bible Project. Um, they have some really good videos. Um, I think they also have some ones about like doctrine and stuff like that. 
um, but you should look up them. Um, they're really good. Um, we're we're running out of we're wrapping up here, running out of time. But um, uh, me and David wanted to talk to our lovely listeners mm. who send us ceiling fans. Which, by the way, was what, if you didn't pick it up, we were sponsored this episode by, by ceiling fans. Yes, by ceiling fans, by the companies that make ceiling fans. <laughs> mm. But they didn't pay us enough money to specifically mention what the companies are called. So ceiling fans, <laughs> ceiling fans, great, great sponsorship. Well, anyway. Yeah. We just want to talk about, you know, obviously during this time, no one wants to make a podcast by themselves. We obviously want to do it with with our friends and, and with the people that we've built relationships on. Because the gazebo effect is not just one person. It's a group of people who love the arts. They love movies. They love books. They love comic books. They love music. They love all kinds of things. Um, and so what does this pandemic that our world is having right now, where does that leave the gazebo effect? And we aren't going anywhere. We are going to find a way to keep making content uh, and talking about the things that we love. We just ask that, that you stay patient with us because obviously this is us. We're gonna be trying to figure some things out. We're gonna try and see if we can record and have conversations connected through the phone, but still on, on quality mics to give you the best content that we possibly can. Uh, and I believe that we can do it, but usually I'm the most optimistic uh, in the room. That's so. probably true. <laughs> I'm optimistic too. Um, thankfully right now, me, Tim, and uh, David here are actually in person, but we have no idea, you know, where's that going? Where's that leave us? It's kind of like with all of us in school, at kind of the end, we finally got around to doing what we loved, which again, shout out to you in quarantine, get do what you love, do what you were trying to get find time to do. Um, it kind of pushed us to a spot where we were thinking this would happen, but suddenly it happened months earlier than we thought. And so we're making those adjustments. But yeah, I'm optimistic too. I think we can still keep making the content that we love for, for our fans. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much it for this episode of the Gazebo Effect. Stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a couple more episodes. Hopefully that's going to be uploaded where we're going to finish uh, Star Wars Historian series about um, the trilogies where we'll hopefully have the prequel and the sequel uh, coming out later on in the next upcoming weeks. Hopefully we're going to talk about some more High Republic content for you guys. And Spencer, what, 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 do, you, what do you guys have uh, ready to go for? Um, I think me and Tim are actually taking taking a little, little, little hiatus. Um, we're going to come back to Justice League. We're just not. No. Yeah. <laughs> we can't keep going with this. Um, I mean, I mean, we love those movies. We love them so much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't um, even say that. You can't even finish. We that did drop. love that version of Man, but I have talked yeah. myself all the way around and out of the building of Zack Snyder right now. I mean, it, we just don't want to deepen our depression by watching Justice League. It's a good point. I really want to say I like it, but it's hard to say that. So me and Tim, the Spencer and Tim discussions episodes are going to continue. Um, I don't know if I want to reveal what we're talking about next. That's up to you. Hmm. I'll just say... Stay tuned. I'll just say two words. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> You're going to have to figure out the rest. Um, so, so look up his IMDb and you've got a, a list no. <laughs> of possibilities. He's very old. So there's a lot of movies on the list. So it's the wide pan. Um, anyway, so yeah, me and Tim are planning doing some stuff. Um, me and David. Yes. Plans. Harry Potter. Mm, we're getting into it. it. We've been working on this. We're doing this. We've been working on these episodes for, for a little bit here. So I'm hoping that, especially with this quarantine time, that we'll, be able to get around this. I have no idea the timeline of when we're releasing episodes now, but stay tuned for that. Stay I don't even know what days are anymore. I mean, um, the days just blur together. Quick shout out. I'm sure that this is the way that you did find out about this podcast, if not by a friend, but Gazebo Effect Podcast. We are on Instagram. We are. Um, it's gazebo underscore effect underscore podcast. And you'll find episodes. There's not that many posts on there. I post about an episode. If you want us to do content, please message that Instagram. We'll take all the suggestions and see what we can do. We'll yeah. study up. Even if it's something that's out of our element, we will study mm. up and do that content for you. We'll try. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I will commit Again. to trying. 
optimistic. Optimistic. <laughs> but yeah, give us a follow. Um, always keep telling your friends about it. We thank you for listening. You guys stay safe. Um, practice all the things. We don't know anything that you don't know in terms of what's going on. Our prayers are with you. Um, please be safe and stay positive. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Peace, Peace kids. <laughs>